Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm going to chat all about um, kicking off our Listening to Your Body Month. So the new theme, it's November, and we have a new theme this month, which is all about listening and tuning into your body. And we're going to do it. Um, I have guests coming on who are yoga teachers and um, Reiki professionals, as well as acupuncturists and a dietitian. So we have... Um, and an Ayurvedic practitioner, forgot about. We also have Lindsay coming up. So this month, I really want us to deep dive and understand how we can listen to our bodies, what that means. So we're going to start with our seasonal Saturday check-in by checking in with ourselves. So if you can, I want you to slowly start to notice your breath. Notice if your exhale or if your inhale is longer. And don't change anything, just notice. Next, if you feel pretty ungrounded and a little out of balance, make your exhale one breath longer than your inhale. For example, if your inhale is a count of four, make your exhale a count of five. And do this for a minute or two and just notice how you feel when you've completed it. So hopefully that um, helps you kind of connect inwards. And I would do this maybe a couple times throughout the day is just a way to connect in with your breath and maybe at a time like at two o'clock or three o'clock, just slowly start to notice your inhale and exhale and see if you're breathing just into the chest or if you're breathing all the way down into that low belly. So it's a great check-in. Now let's transition into our listening to your body, which um, that's a great tool of how to listen to your body. Now this, this month, we're going to chat all about this. And as you might've heard from last Saturdays, if you tuned in, um, this can be, some people aren't a big fan of it, which I cannot understand why. I mean, I guess I can understand, but I personally love listening to your body. And, um, it's one of my favorite topics. It's one of my favorite things to teach people and get people more in tuned and in touch with themselves. Uh, I actually just heard a client with another trainer at the gym that um, I rent space from. And she was telling this, this trainer who, it was his first time working with this woman. Um, and she said, well, I know that you know more about my body than I do. And this woman was in her sixties. And I wanted to be like, what? He just met you five minutes ago. He knows nothing about your body. Like he just met you. You've been living in your body for 60 plus years. And that's where we are giving our power away. If we're saying to, you know, trainers like myself or like doctors or whoever, you know more about me than I know about me. That should not ever be the case. We should always be the one who knows the most about ourselves because we're checking in. We're understanding how to do it. Is it always fun? No. Like, do we always like what we see? No, but it's so important for us to tune in and listen to what we are, what's going on with ourselves. So I just got done reading um, Yoga for the Emotional Body by Bo Forbes. Highly recommend it if you're a yoga teacher or even a trainer, someone who works with the body. You know, it just, it really validated to me what I feel is missing in the wellness space, the idea of how to listen to your body and if it's truly possible. So that exercise that I started with was one of the exercises I use in yoga class, as well as that she recommended in her book. Um, I took away quite a few different breathing exercises that I can do. Um, I also took away poses and how to look at people and understand um, what, what might be going on. So whether people are having anxiety or depression and how to treat um, and to treat them, I'm saying through yoga in terms of poses. Uh, and that is something that I feel really passionate about is just having those tools and understanding and being able to see someone as a professional and understanding what their body might be telling me without them telling me anything. 
And so often I will ask people at the beginning of a yoga class, no matter their age. So I teach chair yoga as well. And um, I'm not sure, maybe the oldest is probably in their late eighties would be my guess. And I check in with them and I say, what do you need today? How are you feeling? Where's your energy at? Now, energy level, most people can answer. They kind of know where they're at. Now, sometimes checking in with their body, that can be, I don't know. Like when one gal said, I have no idea. And I said, huh, like that's, that's great feedback for yourself. I'm like, let's take the next five minutes as we settle in and ground into our practice today for you to maybe notice, how do you feel? Explore that. And, um, you know, she was totally receptive to it. So those are little ways that we can start to say, okay, if I don't know what I'm doing, if I don't know how I'm feeling, what can I do to make myself maybe check in? And then a lot of the times that is closing your eyes and going inwards. And that can be scary. And that is something that, um, depending on what's going on, like closing your eyes is, it can be, it's a vulnerable thing when we shut our eyes. So having a safe space to do so, um, you know, obviously for sleeping, we're closing our eyes. And so having that time, even before bed, maybe checking in, maybe that's the only time that you feel truly safe right before you go to sleep. Um, if that is a time that you feel safe to check in with yourself. So really play and explore where do you feel, um, you know, is the best place to put this into your day or throughout your day would be even better because as we are humans, we all fluctuate in our moods, emotions, energies throughout the day. You know, that is why I have my timer on my phone alarming me during the mid afternoon to check in with me. Usually I'm done with work or done training people in person. And I'm usually doing admin work before I either train again at night or have stuff going on at night but it's my midday. Hey, how are you doing? Do you need a break? Do you need a nap? Do you need to eat? Did you eat today? Um, like that's kind of my check-in point. Um, or maybe I just need to sit and read, have a cup of hot tea, sit in my favorite chair in my office and read a book. Like that's what I really, I think I'm going to do after I'm done recording this because that's what I'm, I feel like I need. Um, that it's as simple as that. Once you started opening the doors to get there. So for me, it was, that was my check-in. Like I just did it as I'm talking to you guys through how to do it. That was my own personal check-in. So listening to our bodies um, has been thought of lately. It's something that cannot be done or that we shouldn't trust what we are feeling. And that's what I call BS on. I really do. Like we, we should be able to feel that and we should be able to trust ourselves. You know, we've been told for many years that we don't know what's best for us and we've given our power away to other people, such as doctors, you know, fitness professionals, yoga teachers, dentists, teachers, et cetera, that they have the answers and that we can't trust ourselves to discover ourselves. You know, now I know all of those, all of those careers and professions, they have a place in our lives, you know, as uh, if I, if you have no idea where to start with a workout program, hire a trainer, they're going to give you the guidance, but a good trainer is also going to check in with you and say, what do you need? What are your goals? And then we're going to discover things about your body. So we might be like, oh, your right glute seems to be really tight. Did you know that? And Sometimes people are, yes, I did. Other times some people do not because they haven't slowed down to tune in. And I think that's our job as a trainer to help educate. Hey, yeah, it is. And that way you, as someone who's coming to a trainer per se, in this example, um, can be aware of that and start to bring awareness to that area and see how you can best recover, heal, um, do whatever needs to be done for that area in the body. Same thing. If you break a bone, you know, you're probably going to go to a doctor for that. You're not going to just um, say, Hey, I know what to do. And unless you are a doctor and get that 
bone back into place and get everything good to go sutured up myself. Probably is not going to happen. You're going to see a professional and same thing with teachers. You know, teachers are amazing, but they don't hold the answers to everything. Like I was a sixth grade teacher. And let me tell you, I did not know all the answers and I did not pretend to. And so having a good teacher, they're going to say, yes, I know this area. I might not be so versed in this area. Why don't you go ask, for example, for me, the math teacher, not my highest strong suit is math. Not great. So those are kind of the areas where, you know, we all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses, but we should all at the end of the day, know about our bodies. So this is something that we're going to explore throughout November with all of the guests that I have um, lined up. And all of the goal is to help empower you to take back some of the power over yourself. And you don't doubt that little thought that comes up in your mind that you should do X, Y, Z. And if it keeps showing up, that is an example of it. Hey, yeah, I should probably start exploring why that's coming up. And then I just wanted to kind of finish with a couple things about why we should listen to our bodies. At the end of the day, our bodies are our medicine. They tell us what we need more of, less of, or have the right amount of. So for example, food, workouts, nature. In Ayurveda, we start to catch disease early in the body by noticing subtle shifts, such as, is your digestion off? So my digestion was off last week. And I was like, oh boy. Now my son and my husband were starting to get colds. I made my fire cider. I was taking my fire cider. But I also was like, okay, my digestion is off. That's typically for myself, that's the first sign that I will get sick because if my digestion is irregular, that can be a, that can be a sign that um, you are going to start getting sick because your digestion is off. It's going to start exploring out into other areas of the body. So um, that is kind of the, the disease process, I guess, so to speak. So disease could be um, as simple as just getting a cold or you know getting the flu um, or it could be as complex as, oh my goodness, like I am, um, have pneumonia or gosh, clearly I don't think of disease all that often, but something more severe. Um, like that is, that could be the first signs of something going off in my body. So I got to get that back on track. What do I got to do? I got to, I got to clean up my habits. And so for me, digestion's off. Well, what am I eating? All right, I need to have some more fiber. I need to get back to my kitchery or more of a bland diet that's easy for myself to digest. I have been out and about training up the wazoo the last week. And so I am out and I don't have time for a bowel movement in the morning. Like sometimes I don't have time for a movement until two or three in the afternoon. And that causes my digestion to be off because I'm backing myself up, not on purpose, but I just haven't made time to have a bowel movement until later in the afternoon, which is way too long. So how can I maybe carve out a little time in the morning before I go off to train to maybe have a movement? Like it's, it's, those are the things that I'm going to have to start implementing and that I start to look at. Um, now the same thing that you can do, like maybe after you eat, you notice, oh gosh, I am, I have gas or I'm bloating when you pair certain foods together. So we might take that as a sign that I maybe shouldn't be having X, Y, Z. So those are our body's way and our body's signal to us saying, hey, 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 something's up. Look at me. And if we don't look at it, it tends to get a little bit bigger. So, okay, no gas. Now we ignored that. And now we are like, holy moly, my stomach is like curdling and making noises. And I'm, you know, healed over because my stomach pain is so intense. Um, 
and we, it can get worse from there. So our bodies are just an important aspect of our health and understanding what we need. So the next thing is, well, how the heck, how the heck do we listen to our bodies, Andrea? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> we are going to, we're going to go over a couple different ways. My first one is the self check-ins. And that's what I, that's what I try to do at the beginning of every seasonal Saturday episode is a quick check-in with you. Using your five senses, huge, huge, huge component. Um, I'm a big fan of just checking in before I eat. Notice all my five senses throughout that midday check-in. When I get that alarm on my phone, check in with my five senses, what's going on. That's how simple it can be. Tie it with something else. So you actually remember to do it. Pausing before your meals and then being present during them and after. So I was just chatting with this with a client of mine about digestion and digestion, if I can talk, digestive health. So when we are thinking of digestive health, um, one thing not to do, put an iPad in front of yourself or your phone and eat. We are not digesting anything. So our food, we're not looking at it. We're not smelling it. We're not even paying attention. We're usually scarfing it down. We weren't able to properly digest and break down that food. We had a screen in front of us, whatever we're reading, whatever we're doing, working on, whatever that is, we're not able to digest that because we're not even focusing solely on that. We're eating and doing, you know, and watching something. So now we are double off and digestion. We're not processing anything. So if kids are doing this at a young age, you can see why they as adults are going to grow up with off digestion and have difficulty digesting things, both emotionally, physically, and um, we're going to have a trouble having those, um, maybe even a deeper relationship because we haven't been able to process things because we've never allowed ourselves time to do so. So just as you're eating, you are just mindlessly eating. We're not going to have a great relationship then with our food, with knowing what our body needs because we are ignoring what our body needs. And we're numbing ourselves out by just putting a screen in front of ourselves and saying, I'm just going to eat. I got to eat. So I'm just going to eat and not pay attention to what is going on. So this is why I'm kind of passionate about really paying attention to what we are digesting, you know, both on the physical, emotional, um, and energetic body, because we process it or we don't. And when we don't, our digestion also tends to get stuck. So for me, I had to look at, okay, what am I doing? Well, I know I'm not doing screen time, but my breakfast could be better. I need to have a better breakfast on the road than my perfect bars, because clearly right now I'm not able to digest and process them. I'm going to have to start exploring overnight oats. They're not my favorite, but you know what? If they're going to help with digestion, I'm going to have to do it. So that's as simple as having those conversations with yourself and just knowing, okay, that's, that's immediately what came to my head. When I said, I got to improve this digestion, it was overnight oats. And then I'm like, ew, gross. And then I said, would I make a client do this? Yes, I would. So then I am my own client right now and making myself do it. That is how you can start to coach yourself. Now, notice how you feel during your workout, another way to check in and listen to your body. Uh, notice how you're during the workout, after the workout, and then later in that day. So for example, if you're getting a headache way later in your day, afternoon, a really bad one after hard workouts, that means the workout was too intense. And I know this because I actually have done some research on it myself because I was going to a workout class here locally and I would get such bad headaches on the days I went there. 
And I realized it was too intense or I was making it too intense and trying to keep up with the college kids. And I would get a pounding headache, which just means that I wasn't getting enough oxygen during the workout and my heart was potentially working too hard. So I needed to calm it down. And um, I say that only because I've had some heart um, irregularities and some other stuff that I've had to watch with that because I will have some irregular heartbeats and I have a really low pulse. So I have to just be mindful of it. Most of the time it's fine, but it is something that I have to be mindful of. So that was my body's signal of, hey, 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 you need to be mindful. Watch what you're doing. This is why I'm giving you a headache because you went too hard today. Be mindful of that for tomorrow. Don't do that again to us tomorrow. So that's, that's the um, thought process here. So pay attention to those workouts. They are telling you what you need more of or less of. Can you handle more intensity or do you need to take it down? Do you need a rest day? Are you so sore you can barely walk for two days straight after a workout? Might have been too intense. Let's take it down a notch. And then noticing, are you hungry or are you thirsty? Make a checklist. Maybe every time that you drink a cup of water, make a little check mark. Have a list going. So if you're someone who doesn't drink a lot of water, have a little list so you can pay attention to, okay, yep, I got my you know eight cups in or whatever your goal is. But making sure you drink enough water and it's not just that you might not be hungry, you might really be thirsty. And then if something feels off, it probably is. So sharp, intense pain, it's not a good pain. You don't push past that sharp, intense pain. You want it to be um, you know, a little pain, fine, not pain again in the sharp. And then, like the no pain, no gain, not, not a thing. Like you don't need to be absolutely in pain, like a burn, like a muscle burn is more of what you're going for, not an intense shooting sharp pain. So those are just quick ways that you can listen to your body and check in with your body. Now, I would love for you for your journal question today is to ask yourself, how do you want to listen to your body this week? What do you want to do? Maybe from that list or maybe something else just popped into your head. And that would be the answer to go to. So if something else popped up, do that. All right. That's what I have this week. I look forward to taking you on the listening to your body journey this month. Um, and I would love if you still, the last month, October's was pre postpartum. If you would like to, um, distribute that podcast, meaning share it with a friend who might be pregnant or newly postpartum, definitely share last month's episodes with them because it is great information because there is not enough good information out there about that time in a woman's life. And it can be tricky. It can be confusing. So that's why I really aim to do October as the um, pre postpartum time. Now I will also share if you guys want to download the free November holistic fitness almanac, that is still um, awesome and live now that we're in November. And that can be just downloaded at andreaclawson.com backslash November. And that is free. And that's going to take you through workouts, um, seasonal recipes. It's going to have seasonal foods in there. It's going to have new moon, full moon rituals. It's going to have Ayurvedic habits. It's got lots of stuff. It's 10 pages. It's amazing. So definitely download that if you have not already. Um, and then stick with it. I have a little Instagram account for that uh, holistic almanac. So you can kind of check in and let us know how it's going. Or if you prefer Facebook, hop into our private Facebook group. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.